0: The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome
1: back to Beautiful Disasters. Schlock Abuse Edition. Second attempt. Second attempt. <laughs> technical difficulties.
0: Once again. Oh, man. So. We are not professional podcasters. So this is <laughs> something that happens sometimes in the podcasting world where you fucking lose an entire episode because zany technical difficulties. So. These things happen, you know. Yep. Some,
1: sometimes it's uh, memory problems or a software
0: problem. We don't know. I, I appreciate that. Not only did I have an episode that fucked up, but being a very loyal, my podcast mate, you also had an episode that fucked up. Yes. lost. And so we're... Apparently it just disappeared. Yeah. I have no idea what happened to it. (laughs) So, yeah. It's nobody's
1: fault. We just, uh, you know, we're, we're working it out.
0: But of the two schlock abuse, one of them I was destroyed on that we lost because... Uh, I have plenty to talk about, and uh, oh, so absolutely. we definitely had to go back so I can um, actually kind of compliment the schlock abuse, which, again, there is a go. rarity. Usually I'm cursing your name, and I hate the shit out of the movie <laughs> you signed me, but this is one of the ones I actually was excited about, and I plan to own sometime. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so this is a
1: Schlock Abuse Redux Edition. Yes. I'm the Groots. F.U. you honor. And the movie that I assigned you was called Return to Sleepaway Camp. Yes. I, I believe it was
0: 2008? Well, yeah. I mean, they, they finished that in 2003. It came out in 2008. That, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. some weird five-year gap. And it wasn't to put any special effects in. It wasn't to do anything. They just sat on it for five years. Directed by the original director of the first Sleepaway Camp. Damn. Yeah. Now... Most of these Schlocksmiths movies, I fucking I, I, I either I make it through just to spite you, and I'm so angry that I watched the entire shitty fucking movie, or I watch at least about 40 minutes of it, so I've watched the majority of it and then turn it off and then right. bitch about it. But this is the one I watched it start to finish. I enjoyed the shit out of it start to finish. <laughs> it's it's fucking stupid. It's terrible. It's very low production. But the kills in it are pretty fucking funny. Nice. The cameos are goddamn ridiculous. I, I enjoyed the shit out of this. So. And see,
1: my thing is, I'm I'm stubborn enough. I'll try to finish it. But I usually, if it doesn't <laughs> capture me enough,
0: I will fall asleep. Yeah, I know. I, know? Think, I think most of your schlock views is like, so what I remember before I passed out. <laughs> yeah, and then I I went back and finished the ending. And so sometimes know, it's, it's suggested to me as I'm. Into our the Schlock Beast movie just to turn it off because I'm yelling at the TV too much that my wife sometimes will suggest. I think you've done enough. You've got enough notes here. We don't need to experience this anymore. Yeah, don't don't get your blood pressure up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, let's let's run through this. All right, so return to Sleepaway Camp. It opens just in case anybody doesn't remember the first sleepaway camp it goes through the history of the first sleepaway <laughs> camp this one says fuck the other two there is no sleepaway camp two or three did they make a four i don't know uh the four was the lost one there's like a feature
1: on it on my anchor bay box set but okay. like it's it never but this got one
0: kind of like the halloween movie that came out uh last year that the dam road and stuff this one says all the movies after the first one don't fucking exist Alright. All right. I can respect so that. So this starts up with the really shitty nineties metal, bad metal band sounding like song and these newspaper clippings and it's like Angela, the killer, you know, was put away in a loony bin and all this shit. You know, Angela has escaped. Where is she? And there's and then we get to the new camp and we introduced to this kid Alan, who they established very early on is the main character in this okay alan is this overweight obnoxious kid who wears the same clothes throughout the entire time he's at this camp that are all stained and um he's kind of an asshole like he here's the weird thing with alan is that he picks on certain people but then gets picked on by everybody else So he, like, (laughs) is obnoxious and, like, will flick girls' ears, but then, like, the preppy kids are like, "Yeah, you fed us and all that, and he'll do something, run away, and then he has this line that he really, really wanted to sell in this whole thing, where he says, your ass stinks, and he says this about 30 fucking times in the movie, (laughs) It's weird. They didn't try to make their main character at all somewhat relatable. You fucking hate him, like, and so, so you don't care if he dies, basically, pretty much. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's he's in camp. He's one of the kids that's at the camp. Uh, this camp is started back up by this guy Frank who's played by fucking Big Pussy from The Sopranos. Nice. Yeah.
1: Vincent Pastore, Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: which is kind of funny because in the first Sleeveway Camp, it was that kind of sleazy, like, guy. It's like, I love to make the kids happy. And you're like, you sure? That's all you love? <laughs> and this one it's kind of, again, like, kind of sleazy, like, you know, the dude from fucking Sopranos being like, oh, I love making kids have fun. And you're like, there's got to be some underlying shit in there. But... We can't even go into that point.
1: Well, there's not a whole lot of work for that guy. Because if this was shot in around 2003, that would have been around the time that he got killed off from The Sopranos. Like a yeah. year after
0: or something. Oh He yeah, was probably yeah.
1: looking for work.
0: Yeah, no, he got killed off way before that. I think Maybe. Sopranos... Yeah, wait. No, if it was made in 2003, then yeah. it was. That was probably pretty close after he just got yeah. taken the fuck is, out. Is
1: he? he was in a few seasons.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, pretty much, first giant cafeteria scene just like you on in the first one right and frank the owners tall wants to talk to all the kids and brings in this goofy looking fucking cop with a voice box just to warn about being safe and stuff like that i don't know why camps don't <laughs> usually have cops let alone some of the voice box come in there to talk to all the kids before camp starts but uh don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah, it's like, hey kids, how are you doing? It, it's just, it was just kind of random. So, okay. so then, um, Alan loves some fucking food. He loves food. So he uh, runs to the kitchen, where he runs into our next cameo, motherfucking Isaac Hayes. And who? And what occupation does Isaac Hayes have in this movie? Get the fuck out. He's a Scientologist chef, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> He's, well, they, literally in the credits, he's the cook. Not even like Johnny the cook or so-and-so the cook, just the fucking cook, all right? He probably worked a day for yeah. this movie, right? It, it seems like it, because there's really just this scene. There's an interaction with him and the the owner, Frank the owner, later that's like another 30 seconds, but he literally came in and was like, hey, kids, and then just fucking walked out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but Alan comes to him because he doesn't mind Alan. He's like, yeah, hey, you're a funny fat kid, whatever. And pretty much, uh, he's like, Alan's like, I want ice cream. I didn't have any ice cream. So Isaac Case is like, here, here, have some ice cream. Just stay in, the, stay in the, the kitchen and eat your ice cream. And then Mickey, the asshole other cook, shows up. Because, again, this follows so many beats of the fucking first Sleepaway Camp. Right. Where... And the first one you had, wasn't really an asshole, more of a pet-ass uh, fucking cook that was, like, right. you know, talking about grabbing fucking kids all over the yeah. place, which is creepy <laughs> as fuck. Well, here's Mickey, who doesn't really say that, he's just really shitty to Alan, and, you know, just doesn't give a fuck about anybody. So, he tells Alan, get the fuck out of here, and Alan runs off. So then he's got his fryer, and he's working on stuff, and... Of course, the fryer's really high up there, so you gotta get up on a chair to, you know, drop. That's that's how they make fryers, right? Right, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
1: so this character is not a
0: midget, right? No, no, no. But apparently, it's a really high fryer, so he gets on a chair so he can be over the fryer, to drop stuff in. What do you know? Chair starts shaking, and then he sees a random person behind him grab his legs, and so they're like holding his legs, and he's holding on to the fryer, like, and the his legs start going higher and higher, and next thing you know, his head goes right into the fryer uh, oil. And actually, kind of a decent effect. Comes out, and his face is fucking cooked. Like, actually, like if you were to make a red skull-looking face, like it's yeah, yeah. fucking nasty as shit. But yeah, so that's first victim. There you go. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little bit more character introduction, stuff like that. And then we get to the two... There's a lot of this movie, too, that was, like, pulled... Like, it was written in the 90s. Because you have a lot of stereotypical 90s-ish characters. And you have these two stoners that are, like, skater dudes, stoners. And they're like, oh, man, check this shit out. And they took and rolled up some cow shit into a big joint. And they're like, I'm going to hold on to this and make someone fucking smoke it. Here rolls up Alan. (laughs) Alan's like, hey, guys, how you going? It's weird, because at some points, Alan's, again like an asshole to certain people, and other like, times he's begging to be people's friends. Right. So he rolls up, he's like, hey guys, how's it going? And they're like, hey man, you want to smoke some dope? And he's like, uh, yeah. So they hand him the shit-filled fucking joint, Yee. and Alan takes one puff of it, and then starts hacking up, falls to his knees, right in front of one of the stoner's kid's fucking crotch, as everybody's comes in, and they looks like, Alan is was gonna start giving this dude a blowjob. <laughs> so then his name throughout the campus is Blowjob. Which <laughs> Yes, throughout the rest of the movie, it's Blowjob. Oh Yeah. Uh, Alan gets up, gets upset, and runs out and goes, so, you know, you know your ass stinks, your ass stinks, and then runs off. So next victim, who's it gonna be? Fucking Stoner dude. They're smoking up outside. Camp rules, I guess, are fine with them hanging out smoking weed wins after hours. Yeah. <laughs> but the one standard dude's like, I gotta go, man. And the, the other guy's like, well, I'm gonna fucking chill here. I still have half a fucking joint. I want to finish this shit. He's like, alright. Well, next to you know, he gets knocked the fuck out. Like, the other guy leaves. The guy that was staying, knocked the fuck out, wakes up. He's tied up. There's a hose going to his mouth with tape over it, with fucking gasoline Making him drink gasoline. Oh, shit. So he's like... Pulls out the tube. Puts out a joint. Lights a joint. Joint goes... Explosion. Oh! Dead fucking stoner. <laughs> the deaths are so fucking silly in this shit. But again, it's it, I appreciate the fuck out that of it. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Then you have your... That's your next death. And then... Uh, then you realize... We've had a couple of cameos, but we haven't had anybody so far from the OG. And then they bring in one of the old counselors that had the cutoff muscle T
1: oh, from the first shit. one.
0: shit. I can't think of his name. Short Shorts. Yeah. He comes back. And, like, the span of 30 years, he went from camp counselor back to camp counselor. But he shows up. And he starts getting a little he's like, oh man, this shit's starting to happen again. He's like, I don't know who it could be. What we need to get some uh we need to get some help, and I know someone who we can reach out to. So he sends the voice box cop who, again, there has been two murders, and this fucking cop is just hanging out of the fucking camp, not stopping murders. <laughs> so fucking the cop goes to retrieve Ricky. That's right, Angela's brother, to find out oh, if he shit. knows has any idea where Angela is or any way they can figure out how to stop the murders. By the way, the dude that played Ricky, fucking hilarious. Because he is still very much in late 90s mode where he has that shaved head with the bleach blonde hair. Looks like he's like a reject from 311 and shit. Oh, man. It's pretty fucking rough. I'm pretty sure he was in some kind of alternative band at some point. Oh, wow. Yeah. But... Come back, and again, um, the fucking counselors are just being dicks to most of the kids, and of course Alan, because he's sweaty and fat, and loves frogs, random shit like that. And he's blowjob now. Yeah, yeah and I mean. he's blow job. So, and then of course they do the thing where they get him on and behind the. They have a stage. They get him in the backstage area, and the chick's like, "You know what? You should get undressed." And Alan, who is Always trusting throughout this entire fucking movie. He's like, well, it sounds like a plan. Gets undressed. And then, of course, here come the curtains up, and he's been embarrassed by everybody and, like, aha, uh-huh, blowjob's naked, or he's in his tidy whities or whatever. Oh. So he tells everybody that their ass stinks and runs off a stage, like he wants, we going to do. Right. But uh, apparently, he gets in trouble with the camp owner over this because the camp owner, of course, thinks that he's. You know, the, he was just wanting attention, like you know. So he's like, "You're, you need to calm down because you need to stop taking off your clothes and embarrassing yourself in front of all the other kids, <laughs> whatever." So, who's next? Frank the camp owner who gets fucking knocked out, and it has he had a shorter scene. He had this pet parrot or whatever, right? Yeah. So, goes back to his place on the his house on the campground. Gets knocked out. Wakes up. There's a the bird cage. The bird's not in there anymore. He's like, "What's going on here?" And next thing you know, the mysterious killer, killer. drops in a bunch of rats. And he's like, "That's not cool. I don't like that." And closes the bird cage, and then it goes to black, and you hear crunching sounds, and Frank's dead, getting eaten by rats oh, shit. in a bird cage. <laughs> but when they come back and find him, the bird who's been just chilling out of its cage at this point, says, your ass stinks! Your ass stinks! So they're like, oh, we know who fucking did it. Like, the parent rats out. He's like, alright, your ass stinks. So, uh... Alright, let's see. Oh. So we're just gonna move on to another kill, because fuck it. So they're still trying to solve it, and, you know, Ricky shows up trying to help the shit out. So the main kid that's been picking on Al this kid TC, right, he gets in trouble, I think, for... The, they He also got in trouble for Alan being almost naked on stage, stuff like right. that, and gets has to stay into his cabin. So he's like, all right, well, everybody else is out. I'm going to fucking... I got my porno mag. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. Oh, there it is. Yep, and there's a hole in the floor, and all of a sudden, he's about to start doing his thing, and a fucking spike comes out of the hole. And he dodges it, but he's like, what the fuck? There's a spike in the hole. So as... Idiots are willing to do. He looks through the hole. Doesn't see anything. He's like, who's sticking something through the floor? Well, you can guess what happens next. (laughs) He had an opportunity. Right through the eye. He looked at the first time. Nothing happened. So he's like, wait a second. I know somebody's down there. Looks again. Spiked through the fucking eye. And what's ridiculous is he pulls up the spikes in his fucking eye runs around and then falls down and then it goes through his head so ah, ah. but he had a warning man i don't know why he ah. <laughs> so nobody's super intelligent in yeah. this movie yeah. <laughs> yeah there's not a lot of yeah. uh um critical thinking on maybe i shouldn't look through the hole that had the spike come through it right yeah. then we get to the two oh now, this one's my favorite one. This is the best okay. fucking ridiculous kill in the entire one. All right, all right. You get the two asshole two of the asshole counselors who, again, just being shitty to most of the kids. And one of the dudes looks like he's in his fucking like like late forties. Like, I don't know why he's a counselor. There's a couple questions about some counselors that look like they're in their like late teens and other counselors that are in their forties or fifties. <laughs> all right. But this one dude and his chick, two counselors, go like, let's go in the woods and fuck. So they go to the woods, and she's getting freaked out. She's like, yeah, you know, all these killings, we shouldn't be out here. He's like, don't worry about it, babe. He's like, give me a second. I'm going to walk over there and take a piss. So he goes over, take a piss, pulls out his dick. All of a sudden, a bunch of ropes go around him, pull him up to a tree, and he's tied up to a tree. Dick out, whatever. And then there's this little noose of a fish line that goes in front of him very slowly, hooks to his fucking dick. Oh, shit. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? He's, you know, oh, god, get you, asshole. You can't do this to me. And right now, it's just hooked to his dick. You're like, well, if the fish line is wrapped around, where's the end of that? But she gets, female gets freaked out, runs back to the Jeep, whereas you follow it as she's pulling the Jeep out. There's that fucking fish line hooked to the Jeep. And you're like, Oh shit! Oh shit! So she gets freaked out, guns that bitch, and you see the line go, 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 and then you hear him scream as oh. yank the sh- <laughs> 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 Then she drives right into a line of barbed wire, but instead of her head like coming off, it just wraps around her head. <laughs> so, because later there's another character that discovers dude that has dick ripped off. And Chick in the Jeep. And she just has barbed wire wrapped around her head. She's like, oh, I'm almost dead. You know, like, whatever she oh, says. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. But that scene was amazing. Because you just follow the fishing line all the way to the Jeep. You're like, okay, that's going to be fucking terrible. <laughs> all right. Um, so then we get to another character that I've been picking on, Alan. This kind of sassy, bigger black girl who was always embarrassing him and, like, smacking his food out of his hand and shit like that. Right. So she goes back to her cabin, and she's like, time for a nap. I'm tired after picking on everybody. And there's a killer, and there's bunk beds, and she's the bottom bunk. And then there's a killer above that top bunk, and you realize... They have nailed a shitload of nails into the top bug going towards the bottom bug. Oh, shit. So, the killer jumps on the top bug and slams it down and kills oh. her. But the amount of nails, this would have been, like, a two-hour project, pre-edit time, nailing in all those nails. Of course, we're not talking about, like, like, like five or ten. We're talking about, like, a hundred fucking nails in this thing. <laughs> and she didn't even notice the chick didn't even notice when she laid down on the mattress like wow right. there's a excessive amount of nails poking out nope nope she's fucking dead at <laughs> <laughs> this point they're like it's gotta be Alan everybody that's picked on Alan is fucking dead right so somehow and the dude wasn't at the camp where they didn't fucking care his stepbrother shows up And's like, you fucking did it. You fucking killed him, man. You, you're you you're an asshole. And chases Alan, <laughs> pretty much accusing him of killing everybody all in the these camp. people, right? yeah, yeah. So, they run to the woods, and the next thing you know, uh, both Alan and his stepbrother, they're yawning each other, and they both get knocked out. Boom. Boom. You're like, all right, what's up with that? Then, all the remaining camp counselors and Ricky (laughs) Angela's brother fucking show up right then and there or not right then and there probably like whatever amount of time elapsed for them to figure out where they are in the woods and you see Alan's laying on the ground and then you see Alan's stepbrother, or what's left of a stepbrother. Motherfucker got skinned alive. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And that was actually a pretty decent effect. Again, there's a couple of things in here I'm like, wow, for a really shitty low-budget, like, direct-to-DVD sequel, this has some good kills in it. Hey, man. So... At least they spent their budget wisely. Exactly. (laughs) So pretty much you're like, oh, shit. How did Alan do that? Because he looks like he (laughs) didn't do much of anything. Yeah. So then the cop that wasn't with the group but was walking down another path Is like, that's right all of you were looking at the wrong person the entire time and they're like what the fuck did the cop do it why would the cop do it that just seems like an asshole thing and the cop keeps talking and then all of a sudden takes the voice thing away and just starts talking normal it rips off his nose and rips off the ridiculous wig and uniform and everything come to find out, oh shit it's Angela in disguise. God damn. The entire time. Holy shit. <laughs> and <laughs> no need to show a dick. Yeah. No reason to show a dick. Not only that, but then Ricky, and I think the only reason they had him show him in this movie, looks and goes, Angela. And the most ridiculous reaction to seeing someone <laughs> where it's like 30 seconds of him going, Angela. And. <laughs> she that's it end of movie that's it except it goes to credits and then that's the trend now is you gotta have to end after credit scene so anybody was like wait a second how did she become the cop you get a deleted scene or extra scene at the end of the credits where there's Angela in in a broken down car on the side of the road and this cop rolls up and he's like can I help you she's like the car I can't get the tire thing so he's like, well, let me show you, because I'm a man, and tire changing is my thing. Right. And he gets her the car, and she's got the jack, and then she fucking kicks the jack out, and the fucking rim of the tire comes down on his fucking head and crushes his head. The end. Nice. Wow. Solid. Yes. I Again, it's pretty awful acting, and the plot's pretty fucking weak, but man, the kills in it and the cheeseness are so fucking good in this movie. Well, I am so happy that the movie that I tried to torture you with—yeah, <laughs> I was going to say—that yeah, turned out fired. to be great. <laughs> oh yeah, it's going
1: to be in my collection. Seriously, <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Well, that was uh, Return to Sleepaway Camp.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. So um, I guess do we have a selection? Yes. Okay. I have. I have the
1: next one for you. All right. Um. And I've been. Th- I mentioned it on a On another episode, but I I wanted to go with one of these crazy post apocalyptic flicks, mostly financed and shot over in Italy back in the 80s. Oh, man. So this one does star Fred Williamson. So we
0: got, we, we, (laughs) I don't know. That's really all right. We'll see. We got a badass in there. You um, want to get back to the trend of me making through only 40 minutes of this thing and being fucking angry as shit, don't you? No, no. These movies are awesome.
1: They're they're, they're total cheese. but They're they're, they're great. Lots of violence. Lots of death. Um, This is called The New Barbarians. All right. From 1983. So there you go. You check it out. That's your next one.
0: All right. Let's see how it goes.
1: (laughs) All right. Anyway, we're going to wrap this up. Check out Beautiful Disasters on Facebook, uh, Beautiful Disasters Podcast.
0: Go to the, the link, Yeah, where it has not only Beautiful Disasters, but all the amazing shows of the GUI Podcast Network. Indeed, indeed.
1: And uh, we've got uh, more fun to come in the near future. We're still trying to source a new place for screenings, and uh, hopefully we'll have another T-shirt design up here soon.
0: Yeah. And so. an, as always, you know, Rate and review, give us feedback. You got suggestions. We're always open to find out what great beautiful Disaster movies, actual ones, not these schlock abuse, but you can throw schlock abuse suggestions in there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll, we we love suggestions. Yes, yes. Anyway, uh,
1: I've been the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Thanks for listening.
0: Angela!